Steve Spears has the right stuff for me. (laughs) Save it. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the advice. Carpe diem. Seize the day. The comebacks. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. (laughs) And the technology. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Steve? Yeah? What was that? Nothing. No, that. Is that New Kids on the Block? Uh, I don't think so. That, right there. That's New Kids on the Block. Uh, it could be. Tell me this isn't a New Kids on the Block show. Woo! New Kids on the Block. Oh. Love New Kids on the Block. Great idea, Stephanie. I, I know exactly what's going on now. <laughs> You're trying to gain favor with Stephanie. It's working. Hey, hey, it's Stuck in the 80s time. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. With me, Sean and Steph. Hey, Steve. I'm so excited for this show, and I have to tell you, you have the right stuff for me. Uh, this is garbage. You know what? This is going to be one of those shows, the New Kids on the Block show, where all the girls are going to be loving Steve again. Yep. I got to listen to you two flirting around. <laughs> Natch. This is bogus. We had like 50 emails saying, uh, "Do you, can you post a photo of Stephanie on the blog? Oh, yeah. Oh, that happens God, every that time. It's kind of creepy, I know. And those, and those and then, but let's post a picture of me in my Hulk makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, no one wants to see that. You know, you know what's sad? You. No, you're not. I, we're going to recreate our, our cheek-to-cheek <laughs> uh, run shaving cream the block. Remember it was all squishy? Yeah, I recall. I have nightmares about it once a week. Don't say that. Anyway, today's all about Stephanie and her favorite band, the New Kids on the Block. Yeah, baby. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How many people just turned off their iPod? I don't care. We have constructed this show ideally so that if you're a New Kids on the Block fan, you'll, you'll enjoy it. And if you hate the New Kids on the Block with a white hot passion equal to that of the temperature of the inner core of the sun, wow. I think you're going to like it too. Either way, we have an interview that Stephanie conducted with the great Danny Wood. <laughs> Would you say that Danny, Danny was Wood. the most pivotal member of New Kids on the Block? Oh, gee. Uh, <laughs> how do I put this delicately? What instrument did he Hell play? No. <laughs> he played the triangle and the thunder sheet. <laughs> he played the thunder skin flute is what he did. <laughs> I have to say, Stephanie, New Kids on, uh, on the Block, are they kind of sit in my blind spot. Really? Yeah, they came about in what, 88, 87, 89? Uh, I was uh, about to go to college. Yeah. You know, I was into dangerous bands like Guns N' Roses. (laughs) And so, like, I I could dig New Edition before them, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I could kind of, you know, I can get into one or two Backstreet Boys or NSYNC (laughs) later. But New Kids is just like soulless and dead, and they do nothing for me. Explain why I should care about them. Well, I, I don't know if you should care, but millions of women my age should care because we grew up on New Kids on the Block. Uh, it was kind of like the first, it wasn't the first boy band at all, but it was the first band of like these like preppy, clean cut looking, cute white guys who suburban girls kind of could like cling on to, I think. And You uh, wanted to cling on to Donnie Wahlberg? No, I wanted to cling on to Jordan Knight. Yeah, he was dreamy. Oh, I'll give you that. He I had a trading part. card. I had a Jordan Knight trading card. That I would just stare at in my room when I was a little girl and just like... Would you kiss it? Yeah. Would you practice kissing on like, it? Like you're a... Didn't your little one uh, do that with the Jonas Brothers? Yeah. yeah I and was totally hurt. the creepy thing was is that 
Kid Lulu kissed a Jonas Brothers picture, yeah. but I happened to be in the same picture. Yeah. So she didn't kiss Daddy, who was posing with the with the, the Joe Bros, but like right next to yeah. me, Joe. Well, we can be glad know? that she didn't passionately kiss Daddy in the same picture. <laughs> I think that's fine. Okay, I'm I'm leaving now. This whole show, I'm furious. Yeah. So there, I, are, there are millions of kid, uh, young women just like you yes, who yes. love the new kids on the block. It's They're true, playing here uh, Sunday tomorrow. Yep, I will be there screaming and catching your You're going to be reviewing beat. it for me. Yeah, I yeah, am. I'm taking that off your shoulders. Daily, how the hell did you get out of reviewing that show? Because I'm a weasel. Yeah. I a, am a weasel. That's a totally different point. <laughs> how did you get out of it? Did you really just like give it to Stephanie? Or did they want you both to go review it? Didn't, shouldn't you both go review it? Uh, well, we actually pitched that. Yeah. Because Stephanie and I are, are writing partners sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. We're learning to love again. And, uh, <laughs> but they thought because you have to review shows on deadline here at the same yeah. times, they decided that maybe only one of us. And so, because uh, I'm, I'm a giving man, <sighs> I said, I want you to go. You don't have a ticket. I want you to have fun because I adore you. Yeah. And you're going to kill it. You'll have fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I really am. I have a pair of New Kids on the Block suspenders that my friend found at the thrift store that I think I'm going to wear. There's a picture of them on the back. And uh, I'm going to rock those. Although, maybe that right threw off my neutrality. I don't know. As well, you say, how can you be objective? I, mean, I know. You, I'm not sure. I was trying to think about but that. But I don't think you have to be. In fact, I don't yeah, want to open up the paper and read you. I mean, you're not going to review them straight up. No. I mean, what's the point? Right, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like reviewing Hannah Montana or, or, or the Jonas Brothers straight up. I mean, yeah. I would totally go into it with full ad- admission that... You know, you were a, a giant dork who liked them when you were younger. Yeah, that's the angle I took when I interviewed Danny. I wrote up the uh, the Q and A and wrote a top to it and kind of just said, you know, I'm I'm a huge fangirl and I was totally nervous waiting for them to call and you know, it, people seem to like it too. They responded to that because it's you know everyone likes that. Did you get any? Did you get any uh, mail from people who were like either really happy or really pissed off at your? Uh, I got story? a couple letters from uh, people who who loved it and they could really identify with a. Uh, with what uh, I was going through, you know, with my nerves, talking to Danny Wood, you know, like you, I don't know. Most people couldn't imagine that that would make anybody nervous, but it made me nervous. But yeah. I think that's adorable. It's like when we inter- when Steve and I interviewed uh, Debbie Gibson, mm-hmm. Deborah Gibson, whatever, yeah. whatever, or Gibson, <laughs> Gibson. I call her Gibson, didn't I? Yeah, she loved that. <laughs> oh, rascal. That's why you got the butt out handshake, and I got the nice, yeah, smarmy <laughs> hug. <laughs> you guys were making some friction, anyway. But there was a huge line of of people who mm-hmm. work here at the at the Times wanting to meet her. Yeah. I thought that was kind of sweet. Yeah, it's a nostalgia you know? thing. It brings you back to a happy time in life when. There were no troubles. And you actually get to meet him at, before Oh, the yeah. Show. Your life is so uh, rich with troubles now. you got the life of Riley. <laughs> Don't give me any of your guff. you got no kids. It's true. you got like a, the, 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 the swinging boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and keep going. No, you got it all. <laughs> Tell and me then you'll be, And you'll say things. You're right. My life is awesome. I just drive like crazy. <laughs> and then here I am, old gray balls. <laughs> old gray balls, schlepping home. <laughs> Look, I got the moon face in there working the soundboard. He's knocking it down like crazy. Can I just open yeah. the car door and push you onto the street back to your tragic life? God, I know. <laughs> you slow down to about 20 and I just do the death roll. Just get out, gray balls. Get out of here, gray balls. Don't puke on the interior. Uh, should we t- uh, I forget. I was going to tell the story behind gray balls, but I, we probably said enough. Anyway, so why don't we play this interview? Stephanie and Danny Wood with interjections by uh, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> yes, Donnie... Uh, Donnie, it was on the tour bus when I talked to Danny, and uh, Donnie and he share a tour bus. It's called the Baby Daddy Tour Bus, which he'll tell you all about. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know. Uh, Donnie started screaming expletives in the background, and that was probably the highlight of the interview. 
And so new kids were from Boston. So part of yeah. this interview is because the, the, the Red Sox and the Rays were still playing. Uh, no, they, they the, the Rays had they just had beat. Oh, so we had the, smoked Donnie yeah. Wahlberg's team. So he was mad. So he was Saint mad. Pete. He did a little trash talk. And uh, that was a highlight for me. Kind of caught me off guard. All right. Well, let's do it. Stephanie and the uh, new kids on the block. This is Stephanie Hayes with TampaBay.com and the St. Petersburg Times, and I am here with the famous Danny Wood from New Kids on the Block, and the New Kids are going to be live in concert November 2nd in Tampa at the St. Pete Times Forum. Thanks so much, Danny, for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. No, this is great. I have to tell you, this is really surreal to me. I'm an 80s baby and a huge fan, and I used to sit on my front porch with my little boom box and my shoelace hair clip and Blair hanging tough through the neighborhood. So I'm going to try not to scream as I do this, but it's really exciting for me to be talking to you. We really appreciate it. It's part of, you know, the reason why this is all working because, um, you know, the fans have come back so strong supporting us. Uh, it's, it's, it's very special. Absolutely. You guys have been getting really great reviews on the tour so far. Uh, my cousin Jenny actually saw you in Cleveland, and she was raving. I've been reading different reviews. How much anxiety was there, and is it a weight off your shoulders to know that people are out there having fun? Um, we didn't do this to get good reviews. We did this to do a good album and to put together a great show. So it, the the reviews are a plus. You know, I mean, that's, it's nice, mm-hmm. but we weren't expecting it. And I don't read them, good or bad, so it, I wouldn't really care either way. I mean, it's ob- obviously it's just what the fans think, and that's that's the opinions that, that are most important to us. I've heard different things about, you know, bras flying on stage and that sort of thing. Is it different this time around playing to grown-up women instead of kids and, and teens and tweens? Uh, it's a little different. They're a bit more, um, a bit act, more active. Um, <laughs> they, they drink during the show, um, so that's different. Uh-huh. Um, it's, my, it's, it's like a girl's night out, you know. That's basically what, when you look out in the crowd, that's what you see. Yeah, yeah. What song do the fans uh, go craziest for? When does the volume shoot up? Probably the very beginning of the show, um, when we come out for the new song, Single. When we do a lot of the hits, right stuff, and um, you know, even some of the new songs, "Summertime," and it's basically all the way from beginning to the end of the show. So they're pretty energetic throughout. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely the show is set up like a like a basketball game in quarters. So I think they get the most loud when it comes to the fourth quarter. <laughs> What's in the fourth quarter? What do we expect? Um, that you're gonna have to wait and see. <laughs> all right, try to get a preview, but I'll be there. I can't wait. Now, did it feel like riding a bike, getting back into this, doing the new kids dance? Do you guys do that? I mean, was it easy to to remember these moves again? Um, we used some of the old moves, but most of the choreography is new. You know, we definitely um, wanted people to get, you know, have that flavor of the old stuff. But we wanted this to be, you know, new and fresh, and um, you know, with what's happening today. Mm-hmm. 
Now you guys were all known for uh, your memorabilia. I had a I had a Jordan doll and a card and a, a plastic watch with your faces on it. And I read on your blog that Joey even saw a New Kids Swap Meet outside your recent show in Chicago. What's the weirdest yeah. thing you've ever seen yourself on? Um, we had these creepy stuffed animal dolls that weren't out very long because we had them taken off the market, and they were pretty bad. <laughs> Is that a little freaky to see yourself as a stuffed animal? Mm, they were not cute. <laughs> they were kind of demon-like. <laughs> wow. When you guys, when you, uh, I know you had your own thing. You had a solo career going on and everything. When you saw in in the mid '90s or the late '90s these these different male uh, singing groups like Backstreet or NSYNC, was there ever any thoughts in your mind of wow that would be great to to get back up there and do that, or were you really focused on your own thing? Uh, I was fo- focused on raising my kids mostly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I didn't really think much about it. We never looked at ourselves as being the first group like us. We always looked up to New Edition. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when them other groups came, it was fine with me. Unless they talked, you know, bad about us. Yeah, did you ever get any of that? Uh, the Backstreet Boys definitely yeah. talked bad about us, and um, we don't really have to say anything now. No other girl. You guys, are you all bunking together on a bus, or are you riding separately? Um, there's three buses. Uh, me and Donnie share a bus. It's the baby daddy bus <laughs> with the single guys. So, and you know, we have a few other people that work with us on the bus. Right. And then you have the dark night bus with the Night Brothers. Uh-huh. And then you have the the the, the baby baby bus, which is Joe's bus. <laughs> nice. Who, uh, who, he, has, he has he has his son with him and his wife and the nanny and the whole the whole deal. Right, right. He has a new son, right? Yeah, he's like ten months old. Who has the strangest tour habits? Anyone do anything really odd on tour? Not really. Hold on one second. I'm sorry, that's Donnie. That's Donnie? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's going on? Are you guys on the bus right now? Yeah, we're on the bus. (laughs) Who that talk? (laughs) Hey, Donnie. (laughs) She says hello (laughs) from the St. Pete Times. Hey, Donnie. (laughs) So does Donnie get pretty uh, amped before he shows? No. No, We're very relaxed and laid back before the show. We like to conserve... The energy for the I performance. I'm mad about the devil rays whooping the red <laughs> I yeah, hear he's you. Mad I know. About the devil rays. I was hoping we wouldn't have any ill will because of that situation, but uh, you know, we got a lot of Boston fans down here too. We got the snowbirds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, you know, it happens. It's their turn this year. Absolutely. Now, uh, now you guys have had, like I mentioned before, you've had solo careers in music. You, you've done well. So have a couple of the other guys. How did splitting up and exploring your own tastes impact your new musical style on this album, The Block? Um, for me, it didn't really have much of an impact because the stuff I did outside the group was a lot of acoustic stuff. And coming back together, you kind of knew 
you know, we should stick to the, the, the basic formula that, you know, we had success with. We're basically doing pop records, you know, with an urban, you know, urban flavor to them. Don't call after 10, but you know that I did, cause I couldn't stop thinking about you. I think about you in the summertime, hit on the good times we had, baby. Been a few years and I can't deny, the thought of you still makes me crazy. Think about you in the summertime. I've heard some people say that, uh, especially Joey, his voice is really stronger than ever, especially on uh, Please Don't Go Girl and some of the older stuff. And all you guys sound really strong. Do you feel like you're better performers with age? Absolutely. No doubt about it. Why is that? Um, you know, maturity, life experience, um, learning from mistakes we made in the past. Um, coming together to do this again, not, none of us were going to settle for nothing but the best. Um, if we were going to sacrifice now time away from our immediate families like my kids, I wasn't going to come out here and just do some reunion tour with a couple new songs. And, you know, it had to be worth the time me being away from my kids. So it better, it better be good. Absolutely. You have four kids, right? Yeah. Wow. How is that keeping you? Pretty busy? Uh, well, I'm on tour. They're, they're back in school, and they visit. They've come out a couple times already, and they're coming. my daughters are coming this weekend. But um, it's difficult. I miss them, but do they part grasp, of the job. Do they grasp the whole the new kids' frenzy? Do they understand that? Oh, yeah, they do now. They were up in Boston when we did two sold-out shows at the Garden. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a better place on the tour. They couldn't have experienced it, and it was great. Do you guys plan to stay around and do another album after this tour is over? I wouldn't see why not, but we're definitely taking things, you know, a step at a time. We're going to finish this tour, this leg of the tour, and do Europe next year and um, see what happens. Now, Donnie said on the blog, uh, it's hard to get everybody, you know, pictures and autographs when uh, when you're, you know, out in the setting in the public like that. But he said one trick to getting an autograph is to bring a copy of the block. Will that work for folks in Tampa? It'll work with him. <laughs> That's his deal. Awesome. That's his deal. I, I never refuse anyone who asks me autographs or pictures. I mean, I was at the mall today here taking pictures with people. I, I, don't, I always, so. Yeah. Well, Danny, yeah. thanks so much for talking to us today, and we'll be at your show November 2nd in Tampa. We appreciate it. Okay, make sure you come see me. You get introduced to me. I will, I promise. Excellent job. You're and lying. I know. I am. <laughs> you know what's great? This is the first interview we've ever had on Stuck in Eighties that, that you and I were not a part of. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That is great. <laughs> Here's what I love is that poor Steph gets ten minutes with her, her idol, her heroes. Oh. And when you do a Stuck in the Eighties interview, it's like forty five minutes with like the first singer from Duran Duran that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Andy Wickett. Whatever. <laughs> And you get some yabo from the 80s that like three people care about. And then you get Danny Wood. <laughs> and she only gets 10 minutes. I have to tell you, though, I was, I was, uh, I don't want to say disappointed with Danny Wood, but I was trying to like, I was trying to use this like manifest destiny technique where I was like picturing Jordan and I'm like, Jordan's going to be the one. I'm going to get Jordan. I'm going to get Jordan. Well, and then. What about Jonathan Knight? Well, How do you feel about him? 
He's the quiet one. He would not have been a good interview. I don't think he's real quiet. And Wahlberg I think he was the would have been good. Wahlberg, Wahlberg. I kind of thought I might get Donnie because he's real. You know, well, what I don't Herbert. understand is we're the St. Pete Times. Why can't we get who we want? I want Jordan. I why, want do, why do we get the Why do we get the flunky? I don't know. I wouldn't say it like that. I mean, I think I get. I, think, I mean, I've talked to great people. Yeah, I know. know? But I'm just but, saying, you know, um, we're new kids in the block, and we can't score who we want to score. It's whoever's free. They, I think, they do a million of these, and they just give the phone to whoever's. Yeah. You know, available. I got I me. Mean, it was so cute. I mean, listen, listen to Stephanie's voice now, <laughs> and then listen to Stephanie's voice during the interview. It's so high pitched in the interview. It's like she's hitting whippets for half an hour before the interview. It's I so, sound like a chipmunk. I was so nervous. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that's cute. Because you're always like steely and cool. Am you I? know, like I'm the buffoon in the relationship, <laughs> and you're always like got yeah. it all together. You yeah, know? but so it was nice to hear you. I was nervous. Buffoonish. I, I was convinced that I was going to talk to my childhood crush Jordan, and so my nerves were carrying over when it was Danny. And then he wasn't like he wasn't real. Uh... You never kissed Danny's card. Oh no, no. <laughs> just just Jordan. Yeah. What about Jonathan Knight? You wouldn't kiss Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan McIntyre. Didn't McIntyre have some? He got some ladies. Who's the buffoon with the He's glasses? Uh, what? Say one of the new kids in the, on the on the block have glasses. Uh, I think like in '92, they there was <laughs> maybe I think Donnie wore some glasses like back in the day. I can't yeah. name. Uh, what, what, you got the right stuff. Yeah. I, I I have to look. I don't even know. Name me another hit. Step by step, ooh baby. Don't know that one. Give me another one. In your world. No. <laughs> oh, that's the second. Part. Yeah, you got that. What will they close with? You uh, think? I don't know. Because uh, they got to open with oh oh. No, no they, he told me they open with um, the new song, Single. They have this whole new album, so they do a mix I gave of their that new album. Songs. Did, yeah, I lost it. <laughs> I, IT came and replaced my computer, and they took it. So I oh, went to look for it the other the, day, uh, and it was yeah, gone. The, so nerds, the nerds in IT are rocking to it. They right are. Now. Now they're going like, back to me. The, um, now, you said you got some emails from people who reacted to your, uh, to your story yeah, in the Times. Yeah, yeah. Can you read them? Sure, sure. I got a couple. I got two today. They, they, uh, it was in TBT, which is our like sister publication today. So a lot of people read it. Um, this is from Mari. Mari Povich. Mari M A R I Ortiz. Okay. She says, "Hi, I just read your NKOTB interview. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I am well. Let's just say obsessed. LOL. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I flew to NYC to watch their first performance." I have been a fan since I was 13 in 8th grade. It is so true that we all secretly held on to at least one piece of memorabilia. I still have my Hanging Tough World Tour jacket. Lol. I have been made fun of about this for years, but I have remained loyal. Anyway, I'm sure you're going to the concert and probably have much better seats than I do. So if you find yourself with an extra seat, I will be more than happy to take it off your hands. Lol. Enjoy the concert. Mari. Oh, that's nice. This is a really Mari. nice email. Yeah, I liked it. And then I got another one um, from two girls named Dahlia and Rachel, and they were begging me for a way to get backstage and meet the boys. And it's kind of exciting to think that I have, uh, that they think that I have that much power. You know, I'm like, ha ha ha, they think that I'm all powerful. Really, I, you know, am very lowly. But they say, hi, Stephanie, I know this is a long shot and a bit on the random side, but do you know if there's any way my best friend and I could get to meet the guys, like through sound check or meet and greet for the Tampa show? We would love to meet them. Is there any information you know about or could help us out with? Anything would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. And uh, the answer is no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but you get That's to meet That's really them. disappointed. You're, uh, on, you're on the meet and greet list. I think so, but now that I have to review it on deadline, I don't know if I'll... Usually the meet and greets beforehand, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. You can uh, just... I'll, I'll talk to you after the show, 
And I'll tell you what you to look do. It up. Yeah. It was a little creepy at the end of the, end of the interview. Danny was like, you know, come backstage and meet us. And, and I said, yeah, that'd be great. And then I kind of thought, you know, nah, they, they don't really mean that. But then their publicist called me back right away and said, you know, we'll get you on that list because Danny requested it. So it was kind of like it felt a little bit like Danny would like to see you now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like come backstage and meet Danny. So I hope I don't get raped by like five new kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for reader mailbag. Sean Daly, much uh, disgruntled, is forced to read three emails. I'm still about- stunned. I'm still stunned by Stephanie's rape line. <laughs> I say that's that all the time. That's Do you wor- really? Yeah, I'm like, if ever there's like a sketchy situation, I always am like, oh, rape, you know? <laughs> you should have been that's here for the same uh, rape. She should have been I here for the, light of it. For the same for the same. I was just thinking the same that was fine. Yeah, yeah. This one's going about as well. I always assume the yeah. worst. All right, well, I had three great emails about, uh, about me this week. Each one was hilarious, just a real like tribute to me and my greatness. Really? But Steve said, hey, we're going to do something a little different this week, and I'm going to have you read letters about... Vegas girlfriend. Uh. And I said, what, you got one? No, I got three. They're short. Read them slowly, and I'm going to play beautiful music underneath them. It's a lot. 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 So here we go. You ready, Steve? This is for you and your girlfriend. if you could feed him grapes while you're reading, that would be nice. damn. Look at you guys smiling at each other. This is bullshit. This whole show... Um, I feel like I've been raped by five new kids on the block. <laughs> it's a good feeling. All right, our first letter is from the man known only as Rowan. And boy, this one kisses some serious ass. Are you ready for this? Hey, Spears, and no one else, Spears. Thanks for reading my letter on the air <clears throat> on episode 146. It was very cool. As far as this episode is concerned, all I can say is, my God. First thing you got to do is send Vegas girlfriend a mic and have her sit in on all your shows, every single one of them, from now on. Second, find a way to clone her and send the clone my way. The image I got from her voice was that of a goddess. You are one lucky SOB, the man known only as Rowan. We call it Monster and Seven. What? Not enough? Want more? Here's letter number two. I want to Hi, Steve. And no one else. <laughs> Listening to the most recent podcast was like being a voyeur. I almost felt like I was interrupting something between you and VGF, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. VGF sounds like a smart, funny, and wonderful lady. And the two of you are truly lucky. So congrats from your friendly voyeur, Jessica Seda Ruiz. Not enough? <laughs> Want one more? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Steve and VGF. <laughs> Just wanted you to know that I listened to your latest podcast last night and laughed my ass off during much of it. Thank God I was alone in my bedroom where no one could hear me. The VGF should really consider a job working on the radio or maybe starting her own podcast. Awesome, a spinoff. Anyone who is a fan of legend and the song Your Love is Strong Enough is good people. Steve, you better hang on to her. She sounds really nice and a little naughty, too. Where can I get me some dog water? It sounds yummy. I am totally and firmly stuck in the 80s. Love, Angie. Mm. (laughs) Hey, for the record, you know the only person here who actually met 
Vegas girlfriend is Stephanie. I did. I met her last weekend. Awesome. Great. Perfect punctuation to this whole yeah, effing yeah. segment. Steve brought her by my cube. I met her at my desk. <laughs> Ooh, the three of us. Yep, it was good. Stupid Stephanie Hayes. People tend to make jokes when they feel I'm glad you got themselves. Danny Wood. I'm glad you got stuck with Danny Wood. I hate so much about you. <laughs> you know that microphone that you're uh, breathing so heavily into right now? Yeah. That's the same microphone where, like, just a millimeter away from it, Vegas girlfriend and I made out for five oh. straight minutes while we recorded it for the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> even she, even Stephanie vomited in her mouth. What is it? WCF. <laughs> I know. Um, aren't there human resources rules against that? Ah, hey, Bella. Oh, did you take her down to the morgue with the dusty newspapers, too? God, that sounds almost sexy the way she said that, doesn't it? Hey, the morgue. Like, that really yeah. is sexy, Steve. <laughs> hey, if you listened to last week's podcast, which I know you didn't, you'd realize that uh, the morgue would make a perfect date movie for a Vegas girlfriend and I. Anyway, please send your emails to stuckinyoutsattempe.com. No references to the Vegas girlfriend required. Stuff. Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. Or, as Stephanie Hayes once called it. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what'd you call it? Mm. Yeah, it's kind of oh, hot. God. <laughs> Sorry, I just said that. Uh, <laughs> the, heat conti- the heat is on. Hulk. Nice. Hulk like I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> now it's real. Ten feet away. <laughs> just a- Should I take out the restraining order before the party? Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> Don't take them. them on me. Don't Ten yards. Them. Pay attention, here was last week's mystery movie clip. You're tall and fat! Yeah, well, you're short and ugly. Give me the pen back. Sean Daly knows the answer. Ah, yes! Back to school. I love it. You still have my copy of Back to School. No, I don't. You've had it for, like, a year and a half. I, I swear I don't. I you have a lot of my now. movies, I believe. Uh, we'll talk about that after the <laughs> show. You Tracy, still- I love you. <laughs> I had that on uh, VHS tape. I swear the box was like the size of a Samsonite suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, it was back to school. And the, some of the winners, everybody got this one right. Anibal Rodriguez, A-Rod. The man known only as Rowan, Walter Cox, Paul Lane of Yorktown, Virginia. Dr. Dim, Katrina Curry, Ness Cool, Glenn Gilman, Kevy Metal, fellow UF graduate, John Hayes, and Lou Greeley of St. Petersburg, who writes... Dear Steve and Vegas girlfriend. Sweet Lou stabs me in the back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just finished listening to episode 147. Thanks for the shout out. You mentioned that you haven't heard from me in a while. I'm sorry. I've spent a lot of time traveling. But please know that even though I don't guess at the MMM or contribute to the blogs, I am still a faithful stuck in the 80s listener. The Bad Date Movies episode was a long one. But it was good to hear Steve and the Vegas Girlfriend's love banter. Oh, good Christ. <laughs> you know what the best part of that was? To hear Steve happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you sound like... <laughs> you want some pancakes with your syrup? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm getting that. Stop it. Let me finish. Chills. You sound like two young pups in love. 
and I mean that in a good way. Tell Sean Daly to stick it. <laughs> sweet Lou Greeley. I'm not going to do the patented Sweet Lou. I'm not doing the Sweet Lou chant anymore. Why not? Oh, it's over. <laughs> Lou, dead. Need a Meyer, dead. dead. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery movie clip. What if there's no God and you only go around once and that's it? Well, you know, don't you want to be part of the experience? Stephanie? Nothing. Daily? It's obviously double header. <laughs> <laughs> the story of a, a madcap uh, sporting agency that uh, one day things get a little heated up. <laughs> Prostitution. <laughs> if you know the answer, email us at stuckneesattempe.com and you too could be a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain that is, name that 80s tune. Hey, it's our signature event where we play a snippet of the song from the 80s. If you get it right, um, I think we have one or two bags of munchos left. <laughs> I keep coming over and eating the munchos. So pathetic. Oh, you haven't signed any. Um, Vegas Girlfriend signed two bags before she left. <laughs> She's so much better than you. <laughs> Shut up, Stephanie. You're stupid. No way. You're stupid. Your face <laughs> is stupid. Did she really sign bags? Yeah. Oh my god, this is like such a Yoko thing going on. Am I the only one who sees this madness? She signed bags? She did one show. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is crap. Yep. Well, sign some bags before you eat them this time. Sign this, Honkus. <laughs> nice. Pay attention. Here is last week's mystery clip. Ah, yes. Nasty by the damned. Sean will be happy to know that was actually Vegas Girlfriend's special pick. I'm sure it was. Yeah. You know who got it right? Nobody. No, That's how special it was. Nobody. What a, what a diamond that one was. What? <laughs> it's a great song by a good band that you'll never talk about because you're a mainstream <laughs> oh, F pop you. music wannabe. You oh, just, my God. They're throw throwing something things. at me. I got, I'm caught in the crossfire. Jeez. All right. Close up whatever this stupid segment is. <laughs> Pay attention. Here is this week's mystery tune. Well, I don't even want to ask, but I have to. Sean. I have no idea, my friend. That's it. No hatred. No more glasses of water thrown at me. <laughs> Look, there's little specks on the I control know. room window. It looks, oh, it looks like Steve's crying. He is actually. crying. I am, oh, don't I'm cry. crying inside. The death of our friendship hurts me greatly. Mm. If you know the answer, email us at stuckinthesatempe.com and you too could be a wiener. Hi, Steve and Sean. This is Gary from Gilroy, California. I just wanted to say that I love the blog and the podcast. And I understand you're looking for a few new topics for the show. I think I have a winner for you. It's another top ten list. Best power ballads of the 80s. You know, those slow-tempoed rockers that were an 80s staple on rock radio and MTV. From classics like Journey's Who's Crying Now and Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home. And my personal favorite, Still Loving You, by The Scorpions. I think it would be a wiener. Well, guys, keep up the good work. Until then, I'll be here. My thick lighter raised high in the air. Firmly stuck in the 80s. I love that idea. I love that idea. Best part of balance, and I want to do a show on duets. 
You know, and then maybe you and I can sing some duets. Are you going to take the high part? Yeah. Of course. Of course I will. <laughs> nice. Don't fight it. I'll take the uh, Steve Perry part. Didn't we, we said we were going to record a special Yeah, version. I can get us into a recording studio, and you and I can record Don't Fight It. And you take the Kenny Loggins part, and I'll take the Steve Perry part. And I'm... I'm oh, my God. This is... You know, you think I'm joking, but really, I was walking around. Uh, I was going for a walk the other day, and it came on my iPod. And I started to sing the Steve... Like, practicing the part. <laughs> That's good. It's like my little fantasy world, you know? Like, Steve and I getting along together again. Just the two of us, the way it's supposed to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sounds like so. a happy place inside your head. <laughs> it's the dark. Yeah, Oh, gray, gray balls. All gray balls. Gray balls everywhere. <laughs> there got to be green balls this weekend. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Better than blue. I don't even know. <laughs> Better than blue. That's what I got for four more weeks. <laughs> did you, you, did you wipe down this room after you two finished? That's right, because it's getting hot. You know what? Uh, Jeff in Cuba suggested we actually put down a tarp the next time she comes over. Oh, Lord. That would be a good idea. <laughs> we obeyed your rule. There was no boinking in the podcast studio. Thank God. Yeah. I don't want the boinking. But did she like flash you or anything? Yeah. And you guys came and you made out like. Yeah. Yep. Oh, good Lord. On this mic. Yep. That mic. (laughs) Get a little closer. We can still smell the Funyuns on it. (laughs) Uh, Did you get a little wistful? Yeah. Steve, what are you thinking about? Nothing. Sorry. Keep kissing. (laughs) Funyuns are an aphrodisiac. Are they really? No. (laughs) Speaking of uh, aphrodisiac. Yes. Is New Kids on the Block an aphrodisiac to you? Some of them are. So Jordan Knight, is he on your list? Oh, he's The hot. list? I saw a YouTube video of him on tour recently, and he does the song with a shirt open. It was pretty nice. Six-pack? Oh, yeah. He looks good. He still looks really good. So is he's he on your favorite. list of like five, uh, um, five people? My list changes a lot, but I think right now he probably would be. What number would he be? Oh, gosh. Oh, put me on the spot. It's not that. We're not going to really hold you to it. Yeah. Well, I'll go with a three. How about a three? Who's number one? I knew you were going to ask me that. Oh. It's like Clooney or Pitt. Clooney. No, I'm not into Pitt. Like La- Larry Clooney. <laughs> Larry Clooney. <laughs> He's still my Larry. Larry's always funny. Larry's Golden rule of comedy. Yeah, yeah, Larry's great. Who's number one on your list? Um, Ione Sky, probably, still. You know who's really close on to Clooney is, this doesn't make any sense, but Jim Helpert from The Office. I have a huge crush on him. Anybody watch The Office or is that too modern day for you people? Uh, is that like John Schnecka John Krasinski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I love him. He's so bizarre. I know. I don't. There's no rhyme or reason to my taste in men. Yeah, that's for sure. Daily, who's, right, Daily, so. who's on your list? <laughs> Daily, who's on your list? Is this like porn star division or just? Uh, you can give us one of the list. You probably could do a whole porn star list, couldn't you? Yeah. The other day, Steve and I have lunch. I'm not trying to be crass here, and I'm like. I'm like, who are your favorite porn stars? Well, it was much more in depth and, and intelligent <laughs> than, than just like a random question. Right. And you're and Steve's like, I don't even think I could name five porn stars. Really? And I'm like, come on. Yeah, you could. I don't think I can. I can name about fifty like dudes. <laughs> like about <laughs> 150 chicks. Um God, from the eighties especially. Well, Tracy Lords would be number one on my list of porn stars. She's in that well, new movie. Like yeah, the new Zach and Mimi. Make you know what? Porn. Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. She's on my list. She's really cute. She, she's she's really one? hot. Yeah. Who's she? I she's first saw movie. her in Sea Biscuit. Oh. <laughs> no, she played <laughs> the, the porn, guy's the wife. porn version. She plays no. Sea Biscuit. Tracy Lords is your number one porn. Have you ever seen a Tracy Lords porn? Yeah, Tracy, I love you. I, I'm serious. I had. You have have the, you seen any of the illegal ones where she's not? No, yeah, I, I, have. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't she looks the same. I like my porn to be very legal. Yeah, sure you do. He says that. Jenna Jameson's cliche, but I'll go with Amber Lynn. 
Anne Berlin on my number one. Number one porn star. Stephanie, you can just hold. Unless you have a favorite porn star. Peter North. Have you ever seen a porn? Yeah. She's a Peter North. <laughs> she's a Peter North kind of girl, I think. You think? I don't know. That guy's. Is... Actually, this isn't like hardcore porn, but I really enjoy the Cat House show. I watch that all the time oh, on yeah. HBO. I like Air Force Amy. Oh, she's scary. <laughs> I love that I show. Air I watch Force all the time. Amy. You sure? Yeah. Uh, you don't like Sunset Thomas, do you? Oh, Sunset. Her abs are like. Yeah, they are. Like, something's wrong. Like I don't buy, and he's wrong. You know, he's Dennis. murdered people. Dennis is. Oh like, yeah, there's bodies in the back. There are bodies in the back. <laughs> Something. Someone didn't pay up. Did you see the episode where he's like, "Oh, you know, I love your leg." Like the one of his girls comes up and she gives herself an orgasm by rubbing on oh, yeah, Dennis's yeah. leg. Do you believe that? Did she really have one? You think? Uh, yeah. He, got, he has a look on his face like he's just you know. Yeah, I believe him. Yeah, I don't know does if she, she got an orgasm from rubbing his leg? Yeah, you haven't seen that one. I, I had a friend in college who gave his girlfriend an orgasm just by playing with her breasts. Yeah, I don't like where this show is going. <laughs> Taking a strange turn. Let's get back to New Kids. <laughs> Actually, you know who I'd like to weigh in on the New Kids? Our old friend Jeff in Cuba. Ah, yes, Jeff in Cuba. So I give you once again our regular installment. Take it away, Jeff. So this week, the glaring light of podcast scrutiny bears down on the decade's prototypical boy band, New Kids on the Block. And no doubt the Beantown Boys are in for more pot shots than a moose in Sarah Palin's backyard. Oh, you betcha, yeah. But I won't be joining in on the ridicule, because when I break down the boy band phenomenon into its constituent elements, it begins to make a little sense to me. And the sum of the parts isn't quite as lame as the whole. Now we're all familiar with the boy band recipe, which, as recipes go, isn't really Martha Stewart difficult or even Rachel Ray difficult. Start with a group of young men, at least three, no more than six, ideally four or five. None of them should be old enough to have anything resembling a life of their own, no job histories, outstanding warrants, or baby mamas. They should be able to sing a little and dance a little. One of them should be appreciably younger than the rest, and at least one should appear older, preferably with some facial hair. Not ZZ Top facial hair, but subtle hues that appear to have been applied with burnt cork. One of them should have a signature accessory, a hat, a cane, big sunglasses, something that identifies him as the honey nut who is incrementally less boring than the rest of the Cheerios. And one of them should remain silent, which in comparison to the rest will undoubtedly come across as intelligence. They should appear dangerous, but in a safe sort of way, more pirates of the Caribbean than Al-Qaeda in Iraq. Their music must blend their voices into a homogenous soup, so that their individual musical skills, or lack thereof, will disappear like a worm-rotted apple tossed into a vat of applesauce. Their dance moves need not be difficult, evocative, or artistic, but they must be precise, because in the upside-down logic of the boy band universe, it is far better to suck in unison than to shine as individuals. That's why musical instruments are strictly forbidden, because the guy with the oboe will never be able to keep up with the choreography. And while there's always room for minor derivatives, stay true to this basic recipe, 
and your boy band will be well on its way. But while I may poke at some of the formulaic underpinnings of the boy band oeuvre, it is not my intent to be pejorative. Because even playing it strictly by the numbers, success is not guaranteed or easy. I'll grant you that boy bands may not have to put forth as much creative effort from the neck up as other bands, but they more than make up for it with the demands from the neck down. They need a work ethic that would put the garden variety Puritan to shame, because while their star burns hot, it also burns quickly, and written in small print at the bottom of the boy band recipe, it says warning, short shelf life. So they rehearse and rehearse until they move like the blue angels, and hit every possible media outlet until aboriginal girls in the jungles of Borneo know who's the cute one and who's the quiet one. Like bears on the bank of a stream, they know they have a limited time to swat as much salmon as they can. So while the new kids and their boy brand successors may not be walking in the footsteps of London and McCartney, or even in the loafer prints of the Osmonds, they deserve some credit for their success if for no other reason than sheer level of effort. Because here, along the bulwark of democracy, here staring into the gaping maw of communist oppression, here where traffic stops when the national anthem is played, here we reward hard work. And maybe you should too. Why? Because I'm Jeff in Cuba. And I'm right. God bless Jeff in Cuba, even though he's sadly, sadly mistaken. No, he's not. He's a smart man who knows what he's talking about. I like Jeff in Cuba. Oh, look at that. Shameless. Shameless. No, he doesn't. Just because something's not cool or is a little bit cheesy doesn't mean that it, you shouldn't like it or champion its validity. Wow. That's like the most intelligent thing that this whole podcast. Can we get back to talking about breasts? <laughs> yeah. Breasts. Breasts. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you know, the last time we were all together, it's been a while now, hasn't it? The Halloween we have, we have podcast. To talk about this. The Halloween podcast. We do the Halloween podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my honestly. I'm going to be very, very genuine and sincere here. I love all the traditions of all the holidays. So, like, you pulled up to my house tonight. You picked me up tonight. What did you see when you picked me up? Grow <laughs> man vomiting into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> They're still getting uh, complaints about that. No, you're not. Do you get letters on that at all? Did anyone actually listen to it? That's the only thing I have going for me is that people really didn't listen to it. Uh man, it was a long show. I mean, it was two hours long. We should do another one though. Yeah, yeah but fine. what's our next movie? I don't know. Dirty Dancing. I watched Dirty Dancing Three. yesterday when I was homesick. Really? Yep. I've never I think seen it's it. Dirty, yeah. I think Dirty Dancing should be the next one. It's so good. I love it. Is it, is it really seen... so good? Not. No, really. I like Nukes on the Block. So you decide. That's true. <laughs> good point. Touche. Stephanie, would you say that New Kids on the Block are the greatest boy band of all time? Ooh, that's tough. I'm a big NSYNC fan, too. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, NSYNC, I'm telling you, they were New Kids. Like, I didn't mind NSYNC, but, like, New Kids just, something's not there. Something's like, it's very cardboard. It you know, is. You know what it is? Nothing I can, uh, I can latch the on name, to. The yeah. name doesn't help. The name doesn't help, because it sounds, they sound Do so they really call them NKOTB? No, that's what they called them when they were trying to, to hang on to their glory. They changed their name to NKOTB. Really? And it just failed miserably. I think they were popular in China for like one extra year, but yeah, that's when they finally decided, you know, let's put Maybe the, the stage will be like, you know, doom, it's all dark, then a big N lights so up. So excited. 
big K. Oh my a, god. Big O. A T. Then ding 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 ding. Slowly it fills in. Ding ding ding. Then B. Oh oh oh. <laughs> you just mesmerized me completely. <laughs> You were getting into it. I was. I know. That's what's going to happen. So excited. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Oh, Sean Daly, you are a treasure. Hey, until Stephanie gives us our full review of the New Kids in the Block tour, until Sean Daly's blood alcohol level returns to normal, (laughs) we remain here firmly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Is is having sex with you like that? It's like you just race right to it. I'm finished. First, I'm finished first. I'm not talking about any of this. (laughs) It's all getting recorded. I just want to hide behind my Hulk makeup. (laughs) Cry.